Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Lumber.com. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acre and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code it's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his click stays up that means when he puts it down toxic picking it up let's go Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even him starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds Skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard from with Fire and Mike got him out the dryer. He's hot. Found him in Fort Minor with top, but a fucking nihilist porcupine. He's a he's a the type women wanna be with. And rappers hope he gets eight years in the making, patiently waiting to blow. Now the record with your notice taking over the globe. He's got a partner in crime. This is equally dope. You won't believe the kind of that comes out of this kid's throat. He's not your everyday on the block. He knows how to work with wood. He's got making his way to the top. He don't think it's the common on his name. People keep asking him, was it? Giving that birth doesn't stand for an act. But no, he's living proof. Let him rock in the booth. He'll get you buzzing quicker than a shot of vodka with juice. juice. Him and his crew are known around. It's one of is a team that can win the SEC. I don't know what the results were tonight, which, which is irrelevant because uh, I know how good a coach Todd Golden is. I've known him for a long time. Not often do coaches have camaraderie. I, I actually talked to Todd earlier today. Um, they're big. They rebound. They have great guard play. Uh, they're well connected. They play extremely hard. They play very, very fast. You know, they're they're one of the top tier teams in, in, in the SEC. There's no question. They have an opportunity. They're not just an NCAA tournament team. Uh, you know, they're a team that that can win games in the tournament for sure. 
Yeah, wishing him the best. It was a little alarming last night when the tornado sirens went off. Literally alarming. Yeah. Um, I'm laying in bed, and I was like, ooh. I got up and checked the weather and turned on the TV and saw what, you know where everything was and where it was going. But still, it was it was a little different after what happened March 31st. I will tell you, I'm an idiot. This is not going to be news to anybody who listens to this show with any regularity, but I, you know, after doing the show yesterday, I had a few other things going on. I, you know, I got out of here kind of late and raced up to Conway and did uh, the UCA game last night with Eastern Kentucky. Uh, kudos to the Sugar Bears, by the way, who have, I think, either met or surpassed their win total from last season already. Yes. we got to get Coach Kemper on suit. He's doing a hell of a job up there. And the year before, too. Yeah, that's right. Um, not him coaching, but them surpassing their total but yes just to clarify anyway so uh i come home and i'm beat and i go right to bed and then yeah the alarms are going and i'm like trying to make sense because i was in a dead sleep like i went i came home i got upstairs i got in bed i went right out and i didn't know what was going on and then about the time i realized that i was just like i could get up i could go downstairs i could get in my frady hole I'm just going to lay here. I'll take my chances. I'm such an idiot. You um, are. You know, I was waiting. If Maddox had gotten up and been like, Dad, what's up? I would have probably done something. But I was just like, ah, I don't care. I'm tired. Where was he? In bed downstairs. He's in a safer spot than you? I mean, he's downstairs. It's better than upstairs. I, mean, I was like, yeah, if anybody's going to take their licks, it'll be me. We didn't go get in our Freddy hole, though. But anyway, I'm dumb. I was like, come on. If you're going to throw a tornado, don't do it in the middle of the night. I'm sleeping here. I was just the opposite. I just lay down and was almost dozing off, and that thing went off and startled the heck out of me. And yeah. I immediately picked up my phone. I was looking at all the the tweets from our weather uh, weather folks, and I was like, "I think we're okay." And Alice was like, "Think?" And I was like, "All right, I'll go look." And so I went and turned. So that's on the why TV. you got up. Let's be real. Yeah, Allison made you. I thought by looking at my phone and some of the tweets we were okay, and then I got up and looked at and listened to them for a minute and saw the path and everything. I was like, "We're fine. We're going to be okay." And then the second one went off a little bit later, and she's like, "Is something changed?" So I was like, "I think it's just reissued for the same storm." I'll go look. And so I got up. And our uh, than me. our alarm, our security alarm on the house has that feature for when a tornado. Uh, watch has been issued. No, a tornado warning, warning has been issued. Then it goes off and alerts you at the house, too. Mm-hmm. And it continues to beep until you turn it off. So I had to get up anyway to turn that off. Here's a, I've never understood this. And again, it's just my ignorance, admittedly, and there is plenty of that. I don't understand why we get alerted to severe thunderstorm warnings. Like, a thunderstorm's a thunderstorm, severe or not. Like, we understand. Mm-hmm. You don't need to alert me to anything unless there's a tornado that's going to come and smash me. That's all I want to know. Maybe a flood warning, like I should be watching out like I may drown. That's cool. I may be hit by a tornado, fine. Like whole lots of rain and lightning, I can see that's happening. I don't need an alert. I never understood severe thunderstorm warning. I think maybe if I'm driving, that helps. Like if hail or something, you, you know, that, hey, you're about to get into a bad place. Hail is very unique, though, to a thunderstorm, Wes. I mean, there yeah. you hardly ever get hail in a severe thunderstorm. It's almost never, comparatively. Like I'd say probably 10% of the time or less. We got it last night. Did we get hail? Yeah, West no Little idea. Rock got hell. I was in West Little Rock. You may need a new roof. Getting a whole new place to live. What are you talking about? They can have it. That's on them. Don't tell the people buying my house that. Anyway, I uh, you I know, don't know what I don't like. And I, I think I wish we could come up with something hmm. for it, especially like our county, Pulaski County. It's 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 long and kind of wide. Hmm. That's what she said. Uh, that alert. I mean, the sirens went off for the entire county. But it didn't affect us. I mean, everybody in West, you know, towards the west of Pulaski County, you're fine. The path of this was going yeah. from basically up Interstate 30. But they always can say, we not divide it into no. like sections to where these sirens go off? You've been working in TV a long time. What do they always say? It's you never know. Yes, path. you never know what it could do. But this path, I mean, they've got a little polygon and it shows the path and where it's going. Then they got a little wider polygon just in case they're off a little bit. We were out of the polygon and the wider polygon. I'm Buddy. Like, do the, you need to turn on and scare the hell out of everybody? The tornado doesn't get that. They don't know. And what if another one pops up? Just because, Well, then the, you reissue another one. Well, if the conditions are right, I mean, they could have a tornado pop up behind the tornado that they're tracking. Well, then hit my quadrant. Well, anyway, it's I, I get what you're saying, but I'm okay with whatever. I just think severe thunderstorm warnings are stupid. Christian, did the sirens go off at your house last night? No, but like the, the phone warning thing went off and on... 
my wife's phone. And what county are you in? Are you in Pulaski or are you Celine, outside? aren't you? Celine. Yeah, okay, that was Celine. going through your neighborhood. If it went off, I didn't hear it. Oh. Okay. I heard the warning on my wife's phone and that woke me up. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get much sleep last night and that kind of sucked. Did because but, of that? Yeah, because it woke me up and then I couldn't go back to sleep. Did You didn't get up though and like check no. it out? You didn't look at the radar? I was like, radar. tornado hits us, it hits us. Wow. Okay. If I die, I die. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Drago. You didn't. Do you have a Freddy hole? Do you have a place you go when it when it's coming? No. You don't have a place. You don't like go get in the bathtub or anything like that. I mean, we could have, but I, I kind of wanted to go back to sleep. So that's what I did. I'm so lazy. That's dumb. Like I wasn't in my right mind though. Like I was two hours in, dead asleep. If I was like Wes and I was still like not quite out yet, I would have gotten up and looked. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm too tired. I I don't. I mean, what am I? What am I mean, I what do? am I? What am I fighting for here? My life. What am I going to do? Yeah, I was like, save your life, and more importantly, your son's life. Your wife. Yeah, you're responsible. My kid's 17 now. He's on his own. If we get in that bathroom, it's really going. It's really going to save us. Yeah. I've seen people <laughs> survive in their bathtubs before. Yes. Yeah. I actually have underneath my house is like it's concrete block, so that would be a good place to be yeah. for sure. Ideal. Yeah, we should definitely go. Like you need to invite friends there. Yeah, but you got to get outside and you got to get it rained on. Like I got to walk out the back stairs down oh. to the concrete room. It's just like yeah, you're wet but you're alive. Okay, that's a good point. Anyway, I hope everybody else was safe and smarter oh. than we were. I'm not going to say what we did was right. I'm just saying I need these tornado warnings to go off in the middle of the day. I mean, it's a common courtesy. This is rude. Anyway, so we, we're getting a, we got tornadoes last night. Yes, and we're going to get a snowstorm. You, welcome to Arkansas, buddy. You lived here your whole life. You know how we do. Well, I'll Ar- tell you on Monday. It depends when it snows. I don't know when it's supposed to snow, but I'm not getting stuck in that parking lot again. It ain't. You happening. have a different car, don't you? Four wheel drive? No. Yeah, but you got a Blazer now. It's heavier. I'm not getting stuck in the parking lot again. All right. That's fair. I'll be here Monday, come hell or high water, or what, snow. What is the latest, snow-wise? I don't know. You work in TV. You tell me. You didn't work yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? I, I mean, I don't, did it, was anybody predicting tornadoes last night? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I, well the, the, you don't, they're not predicting tornadoes, but they were predicting... Severe weather. Severe weather, and yeah. to keep, you know, be alert. Okay. I was. I heard the thing, and then I went back to sleep. Uh, in a minute, we're going to talk to Clint Sterner. Uh, Clint is going to be called out on the carpet for his bad predictions. I tried to talk him out of it on Monday, but he was all over Washington. And then I pulled one from the deep file. It's the last time I'll bring it up. I brought it up to him before, but he basically uh, suggested that Nick Saban was never going to be successful at Alabama. Uh, but again, Clint is jaded because Clint had just got done beating the hell out of Alabama for most of his career. So... I get it. Mm-hmm. A little different animal now. Matt Dinnerman is the voice of Oakland. He will join us at 1045 today. And we're going to talk to him about how the early returns are at Oakland, the stakes race this weekend, his takeaways from the Smarty Jones expectations, or from the, yeah, Smarty Jones mm-hmm. expectations for the Southwest coming up later this month, all the things. So we'll get his thoughts. Tom Murphy at 11, talking about Nick Saban. Yeah. And Razorback football and basketball and baseball and track and field and golf and why the program's so great and not so good at the big sports that people care about. Uh, Devo Davis, speaking of Razorback sports, big weekend for Arkansas. I don't know that I agree with Coach Musselman that Florida has the makings of a deep tournament running team, but I'm not going to argue with them until I watch them a little more in depth, and I will definitely catch their game uh, this weekend as they play Arkansas. It's brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet. I should mention that Clint is presented by Chris Crane Hyundai. You remember Joe Klein a couple weeks ago picked Florida as his dark horse in the SEC. I do not remember that, yeah. but I will he, take your he, word for he's it. High, he was high on He may not Florida. have been here that day. Weird. Hmm. I'm going to start working more often than 24. Philip Martin will join us, I think, in the last hour. I haven't followed up with him. Pigskin's off and running today. He's got stuff going on, so he is out of town, not available. So we'll visit with him uh, next week. And then the Zorin Wine, brought to you by Southern Floor Coating. Uh, we'll take a look back on the week that was. We've also got Champs and Chumps, and mine are pretty clear-cut and easy. So we'll get to all that coming up. If you want to join us, 661-1037. You can hit us up on the live fan feedback. You can hit us up on our Southern Structural Solutions text line if you want to. So we've got NFL games this weekend. We really have not touched on that. Browns and Texans, Dolphins and Chiefs. Those are the games tomorrow. The second one, of course, is on Peacock. We've talked about it a lot this week. Christian, that might be another question. Do you have a Peacock, and if not, do you intend to get it? How about, like, options could be... No and no, no and yes. I don't have it. Yes and yes, yes and no. Or you say, no, I don't have it, but I intend to get it. Yes, I have it already. No, I don't have it, I'm not getting it. And D will be, I'm not watching the game. I don't care. Well, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah, we'll a, put out on that's a write-in vote. No, but D would be like, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to bother to go somewhere to watch it. You have to make that a little mm. more efficient. But uh, what's your plan? 
Uh, I'll be at walk-ons. You just going to stick around? Probably so. We may come to walk-ons and watch the game, too. i got a UCA game that I'll come after. Okay. Arkansas's tipping off at 3, be over about 5, 5.30 for their post-game. So we'll be their post-game show for the uh, Guatney Automotive post-game show, 5.30 to 6.30. Yeah, about the time you're done is about the time they kick it off. For the Dolphins and Chiefs. Yeah, and you'll be warm and cozy, not freezing your butt off like they are up there. So we can kind of watch the Razorback, not kind of, we will watch the Razorback game and the uh, Browns and Texans while they're on at the same time. What a great setup. That is awesome. And then hang around and watch the other one. Will you double check and make sure that they're going to have Peacock? I assume they do. I don't think there's probably any any question they'll have it, but just double check because that's my plan is to pop over there and watch it. Is that a 7 o'clock game? It is. I'm going to be watching Memphis Knicks. 710. Grizz Knicks in person, so I'm going to miss that one. Oh, you're going to the game. That's right. That'll be fun. Good for you. Yeah, that'll be good. I hope you don't have any problems getting over or back. I don't or, think you will. No, no. I don't think I will. No, not Saturday. Uh, Packers-Cowboys Sunday is the afternoon game at 3.30. That'll be the game that'll be the most popular around here, but certainly not the most intriguing because we assume the Cowboys are going to handle their business. Bills and Steelers, I think, could be more interesting than people are expecting. Rams and Lions, I like the upset road team. Glad the pigskin's here, so he doesn't feel like I'm trolling him. That's what I honestly believe. I think the Rams go to Detroit and get a win this weekend. And then Monday night, of course, Eagles and Buccaneers. And I'm not sure how I feel about that game. Did you see the story that came out this morning? Yes. That Sirianni, if he loses, is in uh, deep trouble? You know, I was thinking about this, and and I didn't count Philadelphia. I was thinking, how many coaches, because we've already had eight coaches leave in the NFL. One was filled this morning, so you have seven openings. How many more openings could come after this weekend? And I was thinking only two. Bills, possibly, if they lose. Mm. Cowboys, possibly, if they lose. That was it. And then I see the news about Philadelphia, and I'm like, Really? This guy was in the Super Bowl last year, and you're going to fire him the next year? Welcome to Auburn. You really think they fire McCarthy if he loses the Packers? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know if it will happen. Could it? Ha- yeah. Yeah, it could. And you think McDermott's Definitely on the hot possible. seat for sure if the Bills fall short? I mean, yeah. look, he's had plenty of time with the talent they've got to get there. If they don't, if they don't win this year, it certainly would make some sense, I suppose. I, I, I can listen to that argument. I think he saved his job with the way they rallied down the stretch yeah. and winning what was it, five straight, to, and then win the AFC East, get a home playoff game. I think he's fine, even if they lose. But it's a possibility if they lose this game, something could happen. Uh, McDermott is the fourth most tenured coach in the league, along with McVay, Shanahan, and Shanahan. Hell, McCarthy he, is now he, one of the top ten tenured coaches. Yeah, that didn't say much. I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, but it's three people. Who's the other one? He's the third. You said fourth. You say he's the fourth most tenured. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, he's the, there's people ahead of them. They're, he's tied for fourth. Oh, okay, okay. Tied for fourth yeah. with McVeigh and Shanahan at seven years. Gotcha. Who's had more success, Shanahan, McVeigh, or McDermott? McVeigh won, won Super Bowl. Yeah, and Shanahan has been to one. Mm-hmm. So McDermott's obviously should be on the hot seat. Yeah. You've had seven yeah. years to get there, bud. Yeah. He's narrowly missed, obviously, a couple times. Most tenured coach in the league right now with Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll hanging it up? Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. How many years? Oh, was it 2004? Like around 20 years? 17 yeah, years. I, I guess 16. I'm so old. Yeah. It's crazy to me. And they won the Super Bowl in 05 against Seattle, and he started coaching in 07, I believe. And then they won the Super Bowl. They beat the Cardinals with uh, the Cardinals Warner. Cardinals in 08, I believe. John Harbaugh is the second most tenured yeah, in Baltimore. 16. That's what I was just thinking, that those two in the same division have the, have been around the longest now. And then Andy Reid's third with 11 years in Kansas wow. City. Yep. Zach Taylor is fifth on the list with Matt LaFleur at five years. <laughs> I mean, those guys seem like they just got here last, like, two years ago. Yeah. I didn't realize LaFleur had been in, in Green Bay five years. Yeah, because McCarthy, McCarthy sat out yeah. one year and then came to the Cowboys, and he's been with the Cowboys four years. It's crazy to me. Um, so we got a busy schedule. Lots of guests coming up. We'll take a break here a little bit early. Yes, we do that occasionally. Not very often. And we'll talk to Clint Sterner on the other side and get his thoughts on uh, the weekend's games and see how much he wants to walk back that pick of Washington over Michigan. Maybe he doesn't want it. I don't know. Also, maybe he has some thoughts on who would be a great fit at Alabama because that's still open. And the guys we thought would be in the mix are not, apparently. Sarkeesian is apparently locked in at Texas, and Landing is locked in at Oregon. Mm-hmm. Now, I, w- I heard... They said three people. It was DeBoer. Which doesn't make Alabama's sense to me. Alabama's OC and uh, Norvell. Norvell. Norvell, I think, now leads the way odds-wise. Okay. And with what's going on at Florida State? Yeah. And how much so. does any of that fall on him, though? 
No. If his hands are clean, with the it's an NIL investigation that, again, I thought you could do anything you wanted. It's 2024. It's a free-for-all. It's a wild, wild west. And Florida State gets in trouble? Well, you can't if you're going to sue the NCAA or the playoff committee and throw a fit about getting left out. You, no, they may start looking and digging around. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's like the IRS. You don't try Lay to, low. You don't complain about your taxes. You just let it ride? Yeah. All right, 1026, we'll get a break in. We'll talk to Clint on the other side. Coach Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. We have made it to Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. Here's how things shake out schedule-wise. On Saturday, two games, the AFC first at 3.30 on NBC. It's the Browns and the Texans from Houston. And then the Chiefs host the Dolphins at 7 p.m. on Peacock in a game that could be one of the coldest in NFL history. Then on Sunday, three games. At noon, it's the Steelers and the Bills from Buffalo on CBS. At 3.30 on Fox, it's the Cowboys hosting the Packers. Then the nightcap at 7 o'clock on NBC, it's the Rams traveling to Detroit to take on the Lions. It all wraps up on Monday night at 7.15 when the Buccaneers host the Eagles in the NFC. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe Saracen's January giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this month for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welsh Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take the short 40-minute ride down the Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place in Arkansas to win a fabulous Z car. Saracen Casino Resort. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Dingman shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Chosen as one of Arkansas's best places to work eight years in a row, Rainwater Holden Sexton is hiring premier paralegals and legal assistants with an emphasis on bilingual Spanish-speaking candidates at all locations. Rainwater Holden Sexton's mission is to compassionately represent injured and disabled Arkansans. With generous benefits and competitive pay, Rainwater Holden Sexton is a destination employer hiring the best. We're also seeking bilingual Spanish-speaking attorneys to join our team. Apply today at callrainwater.com. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESI eCloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESI eCloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at nsgdv.com and get your system activated at no charge. Network Services Group. One call does it all. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. Can't get enough of us on the radio? Follow us on Twitter at JustinAquery7, at Wes underscore more, and at CWeaver1037. Maybe get a little snow this weekend, maybe, who knows, but the roads are wet right now, and if you're sliding around, you know, you need new tires. Check the tread on your tires before this weekend. Got a little checklist for cold weather, possibly snowy conditions. Got to have good tires. Big O Tires right now is offering a good deal for you. $100 instant savings on all Big O brands of tires. And they have the best warranty in the industry, three-year replacement on road hazard conditions, plus free flat repair. Great selection of tires, all the name brand tires. 
and they do more than just tires. They'll work on your vehicle. So swing on by Big O Tires. Get ready for the cold weather and the potential for snow at Big O Tires Cabot and Conway. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. It's Big O Tires, the team we trust. Welcome back into the zone. Got Clint Sterner coming up here in a few minutes. We're going to talk NFL games with him and uh, get his thoughts on some of the uh, great matchups. Man, there are several games, and I can't wait to get into Clint with it. I have no clue. I I do not know who's going to win the game and don't have a feel either way. There are a couple others that uh, I feel really good about, and Justin, you've convinced me on about one of them. I've already taken the Steelers in 10 points. Yeah, I I do. I think they're going to keep that a close game. Um, maybe even a chance for the pull off the upset. And now they're talking about lake snow, that lake snow effect. Lake effect snow, yeah. Yeah, it could be bad conditions. I took I took the Steelers in the under, and it's a low, low, low number. But I, I think it's I got like the, the, under the potential too. to be... It's 44? No, it's like 35. Oh, that's right. That's the game where it's it's one of the lowest unders in playoff history. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I took it. Uh, right now it's listed at 35 and a half. Yeah. So... Um, but I I, uh, I kind of feel good about the the uh, Steelers keeping it closer. Okay, love the Cowboys by the way. I do too. I think they kill them. I don't I don't think much of them. Uh, JW's on the horn. What's up, buddy? Hey guys, man. So I was reading this stuff about uh, Florida State. Okay, with this whole suspension and NIL deal, I really don't know what all went on there, but it said it's like the beginning of a chaos mess with the NIL and some coaches are getting suspended for next year. With what Florida State just went through with the whole mess this year with the playoff, do you see people leaving and even Norvell maybe leaving after the suspension with the NIL deal? Do you see this kind of Florida State that was speaking about to collapse again? And I'll hang up and listen. have to see. Could be the beginning of something. I don't know the details of Florida State's NIL thing and what were they really just running wild with it? I don't I don't know. How does their Florida State's NIL collective compare to others? Yeah. You know, cuz we've heard about A&M and some of the things they've done. What made theirs so illegal? Florida State assistant coach sources confirmed ESPN as offensive coordinator Alex Atkins suspended 3 games for his involvement in what? Violating rules on using the NIL as an inducement. They're all using NIL as an inducement. inducement. This is such a crock of BS. Don't mess with the NCAA. Don't threaten to sue. Don't create a big issue or we're coming after. The assistant drove a prospect to a meeting with the head of the program's most prominent NIL collective during the prospect's official visit. At the meeting, the booster offered to the prospect 15000 a month and encouraged him to play for the Seminoles. Again, this is all happening. This is such crap. Whatever. And I'm not just saying it's because it's Florida State and I like Norvell. This is dumb. We all know what they're doing. We all know what's happening. This is such ridiculousness. What's that, $180,000? I don't do math. Sounds right. Stupid. Anyway, uh, let's get to Clint. I'm sure he's got some thoughts on this. Sterner, play action. Looking, pump. Throws down the middle. Touchdown! Arkansas! Oh, my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! Are you guys really talking Alabama and national championship? As long as they're in the same conference with Florida and LSU, I don't care who the coach is, they're not going to be in the national championship run. In a season of chaos, the Crimson Tide of the conference. Constant excellence. Bama bludgeons the Buckeyes. And Saban steps past Paul Bryant with his seventh national championship. Well, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I don't think this can keep up. Hey, it's a polarizing figure. There are people out there that believe that whatever Michigan does is tainted. It's up to you to decide, but hail, hail Michigan. They are the champions of college football 2023. If we don't hold each other accountable, what are we? We're cowards. Clint, welcome. 
into the show. We had to play the oldie but the goodie with Saban's retirement. <laughs> and I had to, uh, I tried to talk you out of the Washington-Michigan uh, game the other day. I'm just saying, I'm wrong more more often than I'm right. But uh, I also get ridiculed when it happens. So here we are. Welcome. Yeah, man, what, what's going on? Well, look, I, as I've said before, man, I mean, in, in this business, uh, I lean heavily into this belief is, I, I, we we and and I get paid to to uh, to study to, to to keep up on what's going on and 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 to make a somewhat educated opinion and bring it to the people in an, in an entertaining way, not not to be right or or, or all the time or uh, be hammered if I'm wrong. So look, I I felt like I still feel like I, there there was some good reason behind doubting Michigan. Um, and it just so happened to be I was wrong. They came out and they they uh, they were lights out. And they were the better football team, and um, we can get into the layers of of you know if Michael Penix missing, you know being being um, uh, you know hadn't been inaccurate all year long. Been arguably the most accurate passer all year long, and he missed a couple of big throws that mm-hmm. would change the game. And we, we can talk about all that we want to. At the end of the day, Michigan was the better football team. And uh, they are the national champions, and 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 once again, I was wrong in the semis and and the uh, the finals. Well, so, you're you're not uh, alone. A lot of people no. felt that way. What I, what I'd rather focus, yeah. What I'd rather focus. I was really Barrett Salee was a punk. He didn't even come on the show yesterday because I was going to roast him, but he backed out at the last minute. He allegedly had something else to do, but that's okay. Um, I appreciate you taking it like a man. Knew you would, so it's all good. And uh, the next time I screw up, they're going to beat the hell out of me, and it's okay. Uh, all right, so I'd rather talk to you about what you think happens at Alabama because, Clint, as I was mentioning, you're, you're part of the reasoning of your saying you had your doubts about Alabama becoming the prominent program they once were back in the day with Bear Bryant uh, was because you just got done wearing them out during your career as a quarterback at Arkansas. So hopefully those days are coming back in the near future. I don't know if Mike Shula is available. But, man, I'd love to get him back in, in uh, Tuscaloosa. What, what do you expect to happen there? Because we all thought Lanning, maybe Sarkeesian. Apparently those guys aren't part of the mix. Who's a great fit there, you think? Man, that, that's, a, that's a really good question. I, you know, I, I, I think um, – I don't know who the fit is. I, I don't know who the right – I like Lane Kiffin, to be honest with you, to, to, to go hmm. back there. But, but everybody I'm hearing is, is that, um, you know, he, he may have wore some folks thin that are still in, in decision-making positions at Alabama, and, and there's no way it's going to happen. I, I don't know, uh, but I, I think I think he's as good as any. I, but but you guys know this. I am a huge fan of the guy that consistently takes less and does more. Um, and, and what he's done at Ole Miss, um, while I know there's some folks that are mad because he had won national titles, but the fact that every year I look up and they're in a – they're they're in a New Year's six and and they're ranked in the top you know twelve or top ten. Um, that is a huge accomplishment for for Ole Miss and and to to be there consistently and and again to do more with less to get there. I just believe that guy when you give him all the all the the uh, you know the advantages, then all of a sudden you know what's what's possible. Here, here's the reality, guys that 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 I, I keep circling back to every time the saving things come comes up is is Alabama is Alabama a team or, or a, a program a university a state if you will that that can that has staying power without saving I mean because saving here's the deal saving most most guy most people when you take over a program even if it is a program that's been winning consistently they take over a program and, and you can spot places where hey you know, you can get better here, you can get better there. I mean, the machine that Saban had built, guys, of, of him being the defensive mind, he had built an offensive structure of where there's no – the turnover at offensive play caller, he, he lessened the impact, minimized the impact as much as he could by having his offense and hiring coaches to run it. Um, he developed players better than anybody in the country. Um, he, he recruited better than anybody in the country. Um, and I wonder how much of that was Saban versus Alabama. That, um, yeah, that's a great point. That was my thinking when he went you know there. I mean? like, like, yeah. like that, Justin, that's just such a – like I, I, I looked at when Kirby Smart took over for Mark Rick at Georgia, and you could see, hey, man, you know, they've been really good. Mm-hmm. Some would say dominant, not national champions, but some would say dominant in the SEC. And it's, it's, they've always been good for a long time. But you could watch them and say, well, you could develop guys better. You could recruit a little bit better. You, you, could, you could do some things, coach a little bit better. 
and and do some things, and they could take the next step. Um, I don't. I can't say that about Alabama guys. I can't say it about the state. I can't say it about the school. I can't say it about whoever the next coach is. I, I'm I, I'm really really I guess just curious to see how that all unfolds. Very much so. It's an elite program, and they have an elite coach. And if you don't, and we've seen Texas and others fail with the wrong choices at head coach, even LSU. You know, you're right there. You We won a national title, and you can't sustain it because you maybe got the wrong guy in the position. So it happens. And but, but it, that, this is a key hire. That's a perfect example, Justin. That's a perfect example of what I'm talking about, though. You look at LSU, whoever the coach is there can recruit out of an Escalade. He doesn't need, right. what did Bob Petrino say back in the day, access to five private jets made Arkansas a special place. Like, you, you can recruit, you can eat grass and recruit out of a damn limo and, <laughs> and win a national title. Yeah. You can literally... You can literally chase married women around at the grocery store and and win or to stop and go wherever the hell where the hell was. Um, I mean, you, it, and and win national titles. I just don't know that Alabama's a spot like that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, sure. I, like I think, and I know te- I know Texas had a ten year drought, and, and and but you got schools like I think Florida State is one of them where Norvell is. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think you, you look at Texas. Um, I mean, there's there's Georgia obviously, and and. Big Ten's country, Michigan and, and Ohio State. I mean, you, you plug in a decent coach that recruits decent, and you're gonna be you're gonna be in the in the conference championship title. And if you are, and, and at least in the game, yeah, in, in the, the conversation, and, yeah. and if you are, you're gonna be in the national championship. Is Bama that without Saban? Maybe not. They don't. They definitely do not have the recruiting base that the schools. I mean, like Texas, LSU, Florida State. You know, some of the other elites do. Georgia, but that coach will have the advantage of having a very, very stable foundation that will enable him to give give him some advantages sure. when he comes in and sure. to take over. He'll have a huge leg up, guys. But mm-hmm. the, the bottom line is, he can't walk into a recruit and do everything in NIL, which he w- he will be able to do everything in NIL that Saban was able to do. But then on top of that, Saban can throw the national championship ring, and he does this, by the way. I've heard stories, multiple stories, throw the national championships on the on on the rings on the counter and say, "Hey, everybody I've recruited at the University of Alabama." I guess this holds true until this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, you know, everybody that's put the uniform on it at some point in their three year career has won a, a title. Like that, that is strong. Like if Kalen DeBoer takes that job, he can't. He can't say that, right? You know, the, the, the next guy can't say that, uh, and the odds are the next guy's not going to develop players the way that he did. The odds are the next guy's not going to be able to handle offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator turnover the way that he did. I just, I just don't think that that I'm not positive. Let me let me, let me rephrase that. I'm not positive that Alabama is as powerful in existence as folks would like to believe it is without statement. I think that's probably yeah. a fair statement. I can't wait to see how it looks. All right, real quick, uh, before we let you go, Joe Flacco is about to be the second longest break between playoff starts in Super Bowl era history in the NFL behind only Doug Flutie. Nine years and three days between playoff starts for wow. Flacco. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, I am rooting for your Texans. How do you feel about the game this weekend against the league's number one total defense, although they are back in the pack a bit, and scoring defense? Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I don't feel real good about it, I'll be honest with you. I, I feel better because I think that the game three weeks ago has people believing that Cleveland is just that much better than Houston. The reality of it is Houston was missing both of their, edge, their top edge rushers who aren't just edge rushers. They are, they are guys that play a huge chunk of snaps and play the run really well. Uh, they were obviously missing their quarterback. They're, they're clearly missing some receivers, which that's still the receiver situation still going to be a problem for Houston. Um, and, and, look, I, I, I told you guys before it ever happened, I, I firmly believe in Joe Flacco. I've never disrespected Flacco the way that some people in this business do. Um, so I, I felt good about Joe Flacco and his ability to go out there. Now, I don't think it's going to be a, a similar game to what we saw last time where, where Amari Cooper breaks a, a Cleveland Brown record, goes for 250 yards, and Joe Flacco looks like he, he's back in his prime. I, I don't think that's what it looks like. D'Amico Ryans will have answers. I think it's a better, a much better football game, but I still believe top to bottom um, that Cleveland is, is the better football team. I believe right now, which I'm not real popular down here in Houston saying this right now, but I believe that Joe Flacco at 38 years old is a better quarterback, a more um, uh, a bigger problem, let me say that, in, in the playoffs right now than C.J. Stroud is. Um, over a four-quarter span. You, if, yeah. if, if it comes down to one drive, one drive in the fourth quarter, give me C.J. Stroud all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. But in terms of 
in a playoff game. The guy's got 10 wins. He's been to a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He's seen everything under the sun schematically that you can throw at him. If I'm if I'm betting four quarters, I'm taking Joe Flacco in that situation. So uh, I say all that to say I'm a little concerned for my Texas this week, man. I think Cleveland's a better football team. We'll be rooting for you guys. I appreciate the time, buddy. We'll talk to you on Monday. Get your thoughts on the weekend and look ahead to the Tampa game with hey, Philly. Yeah. Hey, hey, are you guys going to the Kansas City game? Hell no. no. Y'all got tickets, buddy. <laughs> if they were playing that game in that condition here in Little Rock, I wouldn't go with free tickets. With free I'm tickets. Yeah. Hey, Not man, unless I'm hey, in a suite. Somebody's level somebody's level catch frostbite in them stands, man. Buddy, that's what I'm saying. Clint, I'm literally worried about people. Like people are gonna like be hospitalized after mm-hmm. this game. I'm not joking. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. All right, boys, y'all be good. All right, hey, buddy. Clint. Appreciate you. That's Clint Stern. Now that's a prediction I will get behind. People are in big trouble sitting at that game. It's gonna be bad news, man. We gotta hit a break. Matt Dinnerman will join us on the other side, the voice of Oakland. And at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverado, Civic, Broncos, and more? Check, check, check. Things that love to say yes? You know it. Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Woody Hayes, Daryl Royal, and other old school coaches were fond of saying, three things can happen when you pass, and two of them are bad. Harding University coach Paul Simmons would likely identify with that. But when you run the football as well as the bison do, who needs to pass? Harding set an NCAA record with over 6,000 yards rushing on their way to the school's first national championship. Congrats to the Bison Nation for bringing excellence to football in Arkansas. James A. Harding, Cliff Gaines, and Jimmy Allen would approve of the mighty flexbone. Just down the road in White County is Rosebud, and the Doublebees there is known for legendary hamburgers and hot plate lunches. Come celebrate the national championship bison at Doublebees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebees. It's football time in Arkansas. Step up to the line of scrimmage each Tuesday during Drive Time Sports for Scoop and Score with me, Kevin Bohannon. I'll give you the latest news and information about anything football from high school to college in the natural state. Special thanks to the Wood family of dealerships in Batesville for making this all happen. As MNB continues to grow, we want you to know the one thing that will never change is the way we do business. We still make the process of securing a loan simple and straightforward with a staff of experienced and professional loan officers. MNB has a variety of products and services to fit your individual requirements. Whether it's buying a new home, starting a new business, or expanding your business, our rates are extremely competitive. You keep moving forward. At MNB, we've got your back. Check us out at mnbbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hey y'all, this is Brandy and Leah from Frontier Diner, home of Real Country Cooking. We have the best breakfast around. Check out our Facebook page for our daily lunch specials, such as meatloaf, beef tips, and chicken dressing. Don't forget our Chase burgers and sweet tea. Sandwiches and salads. Homemade desserts made fresh every day. Open for breakfast and lunch Monday through Saturday. Come see us at Frontier Diner in Little Rock. Take the baseline exit off of I-30 across the interstate from Home Depot. Where you come as guests and leave as family. Welcome back in the zone. Get into the show by texting us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037 or message us on the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Live Fan Feedback. Now, let's get into the zone. in the zone on a fantastic Friday. 
And we are certainly happy to be here with you. We'll keep an eye uh, on the weather. Hope everybody is today. And don't know what to expect. But certainly, we think Monday could be a little hairy. Uh, Christian's already guaranteed me he'll be here no matter what. And I will be as well. So that'll be fun. Uh, if you call in on Monday... I'm putting words in my mouth. I'm completely joking. Uh, on Monday, it may just be me. So we may be taking him hot. You're going to take a tie line home? Yeah, I'll have the tie line from Saturday uh, doing the Razorback game. So I'll have that. They will be running at Oaklawn today. It's going to be a little windy and a little wet, and they're going to be running at Oaklawn on Saturday. The voice of Oaklawn, Matt Dinnerman, joining us today. Matt, welcome. How are you? I'm good, gentlemen. How are you doing? We are good. If you want to bump your level up just a hair, that wouldn't be a bad thing. But uh, Let's try the volume. Does that work? Hello, hello, hello. The, this the red knob, the old red knob. There it is. There All you right, go. That should do the damage. Yeah, buddy. Welcome. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm far away from Kansas, so to speak, because I'm from California. So this cold weather is new to me, but I'm loving wearing these warm clothes. Yeah, that's good. Well, I, I have spent uh, some time in Northern California over the years, Matt, in June, and been freezing to death outside. So it's not certainly unprecedented, but this could be a little different animal this weekend. It sure it looks like it. The good news is that we're running today, as you mentioned, and I think tomorrow we should be good. I think if any days uh, were a little dicey on this week, it would be Sunday. But we've got a stake tomorrow, 10 races and 9 today, and uh, the horses are ready, the jockeys are ready, the fans are ready, and we're ready to rumble here in about an hour and a half. What are your thoughts on the early returns? Give me, like, Smarty Jones, the early racing schedule. What are your thoughts on what's happened so far down there? We've had great racing. As, as we talked about before the meet on opening day, it, this is as good of racing in the winter as you're going to find. And we saw in the Smarty Jones catching freedom from the Brad Cox barn, winning the Smarty Jones. It was a fun race to watch. It was a fun race for me to call. Our stakes have been good. I think really uh, one thing that has impressed me is the allowance races, which is the level right below those stakes horses. Horses that maybe you're looking to one day reach those stakes have been extremely high level. Uh, big fields. We've had some massive payouts, which is great for the horse players. They want to see value, so you have a chance to make big money if you can hit some good tickets. And all around, it's been a great meet so far for us. Horse-wise, I mean, Smarty Jones or otherwise, any horses that have stood out to you in the early going here? Well, I think Catching Freedom is definitely one you want to watch for down the road. He earned 10 Kentucky Derby points from the Smarty Jones win. He's a horse that wants more distance. He's a little bit green, still learning what the whole deal is. He's figuring it out, so I think there's room for him to grow. So I'd also look at a horse by the name of Carbone, and he won an allowance race here for three-year-olds. Uh, day before the Smarty Jones, trainer Steve Asmussen opted to run him in an allowance race against a little bit easier, but we're going to see him in stakes company next time out. He's a well-regarded horse, perfect two for two, uh, um, looks like a million bucks. He's a beautiful animal. So Carbone is one that has not run in stakes company that you want to watch out for. Okay, very good. Um, what about uh, as far as just to the overall experience, Matt? Just curious. Has it met your expectations, exceeded them? I mean, you're settling into Hot Springs. What's it been like? It's definitely met my expectations. You just come here, and the people, they know who you are. It's shocking because you walk around in restaurants and around town, and they know who you are. Uh, they love the racing. It's amazing to me how many people know the horses, handicap the races, play the races, come to the track, and you can go anywhere and you're going to find people, including people like restaurant owners, people that own small businesses that during work or before work or if they have a day off on a Sunday, for example, they're at the races. So to be in a town that's so racing-centric is really a treat for me because I love racing as much as anyone, and uh, you, you know, to be able to meet so many people that share the same passion is is really a cool thing. Yeah, we're talking to Matt Dinnerman, the voice of Oaklawn, about uh, the meet so far, and obviously we'll take an eye towards the future here in the not-too-distant future, but looking forward to the Southwest and the rest of the three-year-old program. Um, let me ask you about other interests, and I don't know if there's any possibility for you to focus on anything outside of horse racing. Are you completely immersed, or like would you catch a playoff game this weekend from the NFL or maybe some hoops? Are you into anything else? Do you have time for anything else? Oh, sure. I like the NFL. I mean, the NFL is probably my favorite sport to watch through the year besides horse racing. I love horse racing, but I think, too, when you meet a lot of racing people, a lot of them are very into sports as well. and They just like the whole atmosphere and the excitement and what that a lot of sports can bring you. So I'll definitely be watching the NFL this weekend for sure. 
Uh, let me ask you about the thoughts on the two-year-old program and what the importance of that is for Oakland and the way that you think maybe that uh, influences the way it's regarded. I know it's already a well-respected facility around the country, but how much do you feel like the two-year-old program adds to what they've done at Oakland? Well, now everybody's three, so but the younger program is is it's very important because for one, we give away some of the highest purses in the nation with this three-year-old program leading to the Kentucky Derby, and with that. We're going to see some of the best younger horses in the country running here, and that really classes up Oakland. Um, you, you see catching freedom from the Brad Cox barn, Carbone from the Steve Asmussen barn. I mean, these are trainers that have Kentucky Derby contenders year in and year out, and they're no slouches either. They're solid. Brad Cox has already won a Kentucky Derby. Steve Asmussen ran second in the Kentucky Derby with a favorite a couple of years ago in Epicenter. So to be able to have these four race series, Smarty Jones, Southwest, Rebel, in Arkansas Derby, it really classes up Oakland. It's really made it a destination to where if you have a top derby contender, you want to be at Oakland. There is not a single owner out there that owns a horse that if you get a call from your trainer saying, we're running in one of these big races at Oakland, they're going to say no. They're right. going to love it. And that tells you how important not only the program, but a racetrack Oakland is to the entire country during this time of year. It says a lot about our racetrack. Here. Well, yeah, certainly very proud about what's happening in Hot Springs. And again, the great history and all the great horses that have come through there. But still, the Kentucky Derby for most is, is the gold standard and collecting points to get there is part of the Oakland program. Uh, they just raised their stakes, or their uh, the stakes for the race, I guess the amount of money being poured in there, and it's a huge amount for the purse there, Matt. What does that tell you about the state of racing, and I guess specific to the Kentucky Derby, the level of interest in that one? Well, I think the Kentucky Derby, as prestigious of a race as it is, it's going to get a lot of interest, but um, we've been very lucky here that our local government, the town, Pretty much everybody in the state of Arkansas supports racing, and that can really help us improve our product in many ways. And to be able to say that we are a destination that has these high-level races and the fact that we can introduce these high-level races to hopefully new fans that can really pay attention because at the end of the day, you want to get on track if you're learning about racing. You want to experience that, but you also want to watch good horses as well. So to be able to have a lot of horses, younger horses, stars of the future running, it's a very important thing, and I think that it really shows when we can get these big field sizes, specifically to Oakland, it tells us that in the state of Arkansas, we are in a very, very, very good position with the future of horse racing. No doubt. Matt, we've got to run. Thank you. Have a great call today, and we'll talk to you again down the road. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Looking forward to it. All right. That is Matt Dinnerman, the voice of Oakland. Appreciate his time today, and we are up against it. We're back in a second here in the zone. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage, 